Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me. And we are all over the place this week because it's a red week this week. Um, and so normally what happens in the red week is I get a little bit ranty and a little bit annoyed and a little bit wound up and it tends to permeate its way through the podcast. And yet this week is nothing but positivity and lightness and anything that you would want out of a a, a therapeutic podcast. So for me, therapy for me has absolutely done its job this week because everywhere I turn, I seem to find myself smiling at something or find myself um, enthralled or overjoyed with what I'm bumping into. But you'll find out more as we crack on. So let's start with a little bit of that twangy guitar. <laughs> So we've got Hell Reynolds to thank, or I've got Hell Reynolds to thank, for pointing me in the direction of something that has absolutely made my day today. And I'm not the first person to have got to this. I'm quite behind the curve on this one. But TikTok sea shanties. I've been introduced to this whole thing that's going on with TikTok, whereby um, this this chap in, in Scotland... Um, he, he, I think it was just around Christmas time, and he uh, recorded on TikTok a sea shanty, and it was him banging on the back of, I think it was a guitar, um, creating a little bit of rhythm and doing this traditional sea shanty over the top, and it's great, and he's got a really nice sort of baritone type voice, and it sounds fantastic, and but he put that out into the into the stratosphere. And then what happened was um, people started taking a feature that's in TikTok, allowing them to effectively record over the top an overdub over what uh, what this guy had done. And so people started adding bits to the original recording to, to flesh out the original recording. And what you've ended up with is people, you know, using harps and using strings and using voices and using other bits of percussion um, and, and actually making this thing quite magical you know effectively just taking something that was in of itself was 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 beautiful and then just augmenting it with other things that really really worked and it's one of those things where you find you find yourself listening to it and and you're just smiling you're overwhelmed with joy when you because there's no there's nowhere else to go with it there's no other emotion to have um I, I've spoken in the past about watching The Force Awakens, the Star Wars film, and being taken back to um, that moment when I watched the first Star Wars films and, and coming out of a cinema absolutely beaming because it's the only emotion I could, in that point in time, it's the only thing I could go with. That all I was feeling was just this warmth and with this just rush of emotion and just thinking, wow, that I've just I've been taken somewhere else and it's been fantastic. And listening to these you know the the these clips it's exactly the same thing i'm finding myself just beaming because I, I i don't know what else i could do um because the way it makes you feel is just warm and positive and you just think wow that one person doing it is something but for everybody else to get involved in exactly the same spirit of the original is a, is just a is just a deeply beautiful thing so uh, so thanks, Hell, for for putting me onto that, um, and because they are, they are just just magical. Um, I mean, there's a there's a dance remix, which is just or like a like a club version, which is just just. But again, you just smile because everything that's been done has been done with such um, respect for the original 
that everything that follows is beautiful. And so, yeah, so I, I, you can hear, probably hear it in my voice. Uh, it seems to be Mondays now because I think last Monday was hair gel day. And so it all, I, I felt exactly the same last Monday. And, uh, you know, you, but yeah, TikTok, TikTok sea shanties, I'll put on, try and find a link to put in the, uh, in the show notes, but just, I mean, you've only got to Google it and find it, but it is just wonderful. So I, I implore you for your own good, go and go and find it if you've not found it and just enjoy that special moment. Tuesday. I took a sneaky hour and a half uh, off work um, today and I sat down and I watched a film. Um, now I shouldn't moan too much about taking a sneaky hour off work because I don't work full time, and and even though I've got a part time gig now with the um, the MIA, which is the trade body for the music instruments industry, um, I and I've got the podcast things mixed in between. It still doesn't add up to a, a a full week necessarily, so I shouldn't moan too much about you know I shouldn't feel guilty about taking an odd couple of hours here here or there. So I. Um, I found a movie. I found a movie on um, Netflix, and I was attracted to it because um, Harrison Ford was in it, and I, and I think Harrison Ford's terrific. I'm, I can watch him in pretty much anything. Um, and it was a rom com, uh, and it was a rom com called Morning Glory, and it had Rachel McAdams in it, and Diane Keaton, and uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh, and a, a few other people that if you saw them, you'd, you'd, you'd recognise them. And it was based on the premise of a uh, a workaholic um, woman who um, gets a job on a failing um, American morning TV show. So kind of a, a, a GMTV kind of thing. She gets a, a gig on this and it's and it's clearly dysfunctional. So it's clearly on the slide and it's clearly dysfunctional. And of course, you know the outcome. You know that she's going to turn the thing around, and you know it's all going to be fantastic. And there's there's none of the traditional cliches that they don't pull, uh, which is fine because in a rom com you want all the you want all the cliches, you know, out there being being cliched um, as much as they can be cliched. And and they were they were cliched. Um, I don't even know if cliched is a verb, but we'll go with it. And. Um, and the only thing I wanted to say on the back of it was, and it's a it's a solid three, solid three, three and a half. It's not it's not Bridget Jones, you know. Um, it's not that level of of, of rom com, um, you know. It's um, it's a it's a solid three, three and a half, you know. Uh, so it's you know it's not four weddings, but it's probably love actually in in the rom com kind of hierarchy. If there's a rom com. Scale. I don't know what the rom-com scale would be and what we'd name. It's probably, it's it's um, you know, it's, it's probably like the Grant scale, I would imagine. Um, in in that in that respect. But anyway, or or the Curtis scale probably. I'm named after Richard Curtis. Probably the Curtis scale. Anyway, so in the Curtis scale of rom-coms, it's kind of a solid three, three and a half. I think the point for mentioning it was, there's nothing wrong with a rom-com. We talk about rom-coms as guilty pleasures. I talk about rom-coms as guilty pleasures. I talk about Bridget Jones as a guilty pleasure or whatever it might be. And and they're not. They're just great, fantastic, wonderful, you know, feel-good movies. And I sat and watched this thing and felt great and really enjoyed it because it, it delivered exactly what I wanted it to deliver. I wanted it to deliver me every single one of those cliches in a particular order, and it absolutely did. And it delivered me the... 
the speech and the moment and that bit at the end where there's the whole resolution and when the you know when the the character the 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 sort of character that wasn't playing ball comes on board at the end and everybody comes it just did everything it needed to do so if you get chance to find uh, Morning Glory on Netflix and you've got an hour and a half to kill and you just want something that's not going to move, it's not going to move the dial, but it's going to make you feel better at the end than you did at the beginning, then I would wholeheartedly recommend it. Wednesday. After everything that's gone on in the last couple of weeks, today in the US could have could have gone very wrong. Um, and... It didn't. It went very right. Um, And I guess maybe just the sheer fact that the order of business that needed to be transacted today went through was enough cause for celebration. So the fact that we can move away from where we've been for the last period and hope that something resembling what we would consider normacy um, is is restored, then that, that that was probably as much as anybody could have hoped for um, today, but as the day wore on and as the pictures flooded in and as word started to come across of the things that that Biden was going to do uh, in his first few hours and days um, and weeks in the job, then this concept of of everything being all right in the end started to become real. Um, the bit I don't think any of us were expecting was that moment and that young woman, and that poem. Um, And that five minutes um, that could have gone a long way to actually starting the process of of healing. Um, So the fact that everything went off the way it should have gone off really was enough. Really was enough. It It was all that we really needed to see today to help us start to think that would be, you know, a, a, a better and a brighter future. And I don't think it's... We, we shouldn't roll back where we've been. To suggest that we need to roll back or what have you is the wrong way to, to look at this. It's a it's about moving forward with full knowledge of what's happened in the last few years because without that, we, we don't ensure it doesn't happen again. So... I'm not I'm not somebody who is talking about rolling everything back, um, but let's uh, let's readjust so that the things that clearly have been done that should never have been done are addressed, uh, and and then learn. And I think if if there was anything that came from that in, incredible um, piece of oratory, um, then it's it's that. You can heal division and you can move forward, and there is a lot, there are a lot of reasons why America's probably better positioned to do that uh, now than maybe it would have been in in you know in 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 the previous few years. So far more today, I think, than we could have hoped or expected. Um, but how nice to be saying that! How nice to be saying that! You know, at, at this point in time. <laughs> We have literally been in hysterics today, um, and it's it goes back. It goes back a few weeks, actually. The 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 point or the pinnacle that we arrive on, not pinnacle, but the point we arrive at today. Um, so 
A couple of weeks ago, my eldest uh, came down and was recording some piano for a music thing at school. So he came into my office. I've got a, a, a digital piano in here. I don't play, but I, I, the idea was always to have a piano around. Um, and I, I do like to tinker a little bit, but I don't play play properly. But So he came in and recorded a little piece, and he did it um, and uploaded it, and that was all great. And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be quite nice if he had a little... Um, a little keyboard he could connect to his computer then he could do these things in his room uh, and it's ever the, the the kind of hope that you would encourage um, that bit of musical creative creativity so maybe in composition or what have you just having the things around means you stand half a chance of playing around with them so um, I got in touch with um, some the guys at um, Novation who make these little controller keyboards and uh, it was uh, Jason Hunt, um, 942 Jason, who very kindly put me in touch with their sales director and he very kindly did me a friends and family deal and I ordered this keyboard. Um, and this keyboard turned up and um, and we had an hour... Uh, trying to work out how to, you know, up, upload, upload or download the software and get everything sorted so this thing actually interacted with his computer, which we, which we managed. And then we went on to this beginners, proper, real beginners. Um, how do you use this piece of software? And this software is called um, it's called Ableton uh, Ableton Live, and they do a light version, which they uh, they ship with the keyboard. And and it's a bit, it's a it's very. Um, you know, creative tool. It's based probably more around electronic and dance music, I would say, than than sort of traditional instrumentation. So it's it's based around creating the music within the within the laptop. And so we loaded this thing up, and uh, and as I say, clicked on this this very really 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 basic, really basic, the most basic of basic videos as to how to start to use this piece of software and we spent about half an hour uh, trying to get the first three minutes worth of content from this um, video because they seemed to whip through it very quickly so we kept stopping and pausing and going back and we managed to to get this thing to work so we could we could hit keys and we could you know we could effectively start to build a drum beat and we picked a, a drum machine that was kind of a, a sort of an 80s sounding drum machine. Um, and we started to build this drum beat. Well, it was, I mean, it was beyond hysterical in terms of the fact that we couldn't make anything that sounded anything like anything that was in time. Um, we were we were pressing buttons and triggering new samples and new songs, having no idea, you know, sounds, having no idea how we'd done it. And it's just been, it was a magical couple of hours uh, with the two of us just wetting ourselves because we had no clue what we were doing. Now, since then, we've moved on a little bit and we've started to actually create a few things and it's going to be a proper learning experience for the pair of us. And there will come a point, I know fairly shortly, where he disappears off at a different speed to me and I get left behind on this and then they'll be, look, Dad, just just leave it alone. Just just leave it. Just go back to your, sh- your, your, your sea shanties, just whatever. But for today, it was it was lovely. <laughs> Friday. Okay, here we go. Then five for Friday. And on the back of such an upbeat week, then they're going to be a fairly upbeat five, as you'd probably expect. There's been nothing really that's that's sent me down into any form of, of you know, rant or um, any kind of downward spiral. So we'll carry on with a an upward spiral of five. Um, firstly, um, I was 
slightly interrupted or Facebook slightly interrupted me when I'm on the platform the other day and presented me with a clip of PTK and it reminded me of how great PTK was. Uh, it's a clip of him talking about um, a school reunion and talking about school teachers and it was just very, very funny in the way that PTK is very, very funny and it took me all the way back to watching his uh, live stand-up show uh, live at the top of the tower which must be 20 years ago now um i would have thought around about that sort of of time and also um phoenix nights when phoenix nights first hit and phoenix nights is a work of absolute genius um so it was nice to be interrupted with a bit of ptk i chuckled all my way through this this little clip on facebook and then chuckled again thinking about all the things that he'd done in the past and how and how great they they were um so that's number one number two a more hair gel turned up um, I don't know if you remember when I was explaining the hair gel that one of the parcels that, that Jeff sent, and it was a guy called Jeff Martin who sent them, and he got lost. And he sent some more. And the original one turned up this week. So I have gone from having no hair gel to four tubes of hair gel to now having eight tubes of hair gel, um, which is amazing. So I don't know how long it'll last. I suggest I well I'm suspecting it will last quite a while, but I can't begin to thank Jeff enough. Uh, and you know I have a year's worth. I I would imagine that Jeff and I will have sat down for a beer um, way before um, we get I get close to actually exhausting the supply of hair gel that he's supplied. So that was a that was a great thing, and that made me smile as you'd expect. Um, we've or rather I've found I was searching around on Spotify well I was thinking I was thinking about those kind of compilation albums that were around in the 80s it came from the fact that a couple of weeks ago Jason and I interviewed a guy called Bruce Bruce Kulick for the 942 podcast and he's was the guitarist in Kiss in the 80s and the song that he's best remembered for for, for being involved in was Crazy Nights, which was a huge, 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 huge hit in the 80s. And it got me thinking about all of those compilation albums that were around in the 80s, sort of soft metal and molten metal and leather and lace and what have you. And I started searching on Spotify and none of those albums are on Spotify. But what was interesting was I found that somebody has actually had recreated the album for Hot City Nights and they'd found the artwork and they'd basically put the mix together. So they, they'd got all the tracks on the original album, put it into a playlist, put the artwork on, and effectively you had the album back. And I thought that was a really, really great thing. So I'm now going to dedicate some time over the weekend to recreating as many of those 80s rock compilation albums as I can remember uh, in terms of what they were called, so I can seek them out and find the playlist. So we'll have pure, we'll have soft metal, and we'll probably have pure soft metal and whatever the other versions of soft metal, like molten metal. And then we'll have, you know, I think definitely leather and lace was one. I think there was two or three versions of that. There's a whole raft of them. So I'll see if how many I can remember, and I'm going to start creating those playlists. And not for any reason other than I find it really, really amusing. So I thought it was great that somebody did it. And I'll move the whole thing on. I'll move the whole procedure on by creating another couple, and then may somebody, somebody else, maybe remember a compilation album they have, and maybe do the same thing. So I think that's that's that was really quite nice. So I'm going to do something um, with regard to to that. Um, and then 
I had a, a card drop through the door today um, from Ivor Ellis, who's uh, one of my patrons and longtime supporter of uh, the uh, TCD, the Crowing Diaries podcast, and of this podcast as well. And he sent me a card um, just congratulating me on the fact that we went through season one of Therapy for Me last week into season two. And I got a, a card just congratulating me on that fact, which I thought was really, really lovely. And, and he didn't need to see that at all, and it was absolutely great. So thank you very much, Ivor. That really cheered me up when that dropped through the, the door. And finally, and I suppose this might be considered to be a little bit of a downer, and I don't mean it to be, it's just something I've noticed today. I'm still looking forward to the weekend as we go through the weeks, and yet I don't quite know why, because in reality the weekend is not that much different from a weekday. There's very little open, there's very little special you can do, um, the delineation between work and home life is much harder to get your head, wrap your head around now. So I don't quite know why, but I'm still finding myself looking forward to the weekend on a Friday, uh, even though practically speaking, there's no there's no real difference. And I'm doing bits of work over the weekend anyway, so there really isn't. You know, the days have all merged together in that respect. But the fact I'm still Waking up on a Friday looking forward to the weekend, I guess, is a really nice thing. So I'm going to continue to hang on to it uh, and see how long we can keep keep going uh, with it. So that's it. That's TFM for this week. Um, that's uh, episode two of the second season uh, and probably the most upbeat Red Week I will ever, ever do. Uh, I hope you're all well. I hope you're staying safe. Um, I imagine we're all counting down to when we're going to get jabbed. So that'll be coming fairly shortly. Uh, and in the meantime, um, I'm, I'm at some point I need to do something about trying to grow this and, and, and get more people listening to it and see if I can push it out a little bit further. So any of you got any ideas or any of you think that, well, here's the thing. If every single person who listened this week mentioned it to somebody and got one new listener, that double my, I would double my listeners in a week. How amazing would that be? So you know what? I'm going to set you that challenge. Can can if you if you've listened this week and you've enjoyed it and you are somebody who's listened more than a few times, so you class yourself as a regular. Why don't you introduce one other person to this podcast and see if we can't um d- double its its listening numbers in a single week now that would be a thing of absolute beauty and it's been such an upbeat week that i'm thinking maybe this is the week that we could do it right stay safe i'll speak to you all soon if you've enjoyed therapy for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production